I ran through them. Like, it was no problem, which is weird because I've always struggled with Elite Four in the older games uh-huh. because I'm seriously underleveled and they were hard back then. Well, I got to the Elite Four with the assumption that I, we'd be able to record Tuesday. Yeah. And then I was hit with the knowledge that, like, the much-delayed dinner with the grandparents was Tuesday, and so I went, ah. I completed the game. And Have you completed... Pokemon. I have completed several Pokemon games. I've because I owned literally every single original Game Boy Pokemon yeah. at one point in my life. But then I didn't realize the value of what I had, so I sold them cheaply to buy a different game. Yeah, because you know we were all kids once. We all went through that. Well, and I never had an allowance, so I had to figure out ways to make money. But I've beaten Pokemon Red, Blue, Special Pikachu Edition, or Yellow, Silver, Gold, Crystal. You you ran through them all. My brother-in-law gave me an original Game Boy, mm. and then I also had a Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah. So I, I played through them all. I played that one. I've played... Um, my favorite generation is Gen 3 with uh, Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald. Yep. So that's, that's just hands down my favorite one. And Fire Red and Leaf Green are like great remakes. Yeah, and I played through the... I, I had oh, Leaf Green. Yeah. I played through that one. Um, so like I've played through the original Pokemon game. Okay. So you Several. know the pain of the quirks with Gen 1. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is why, and I was very much reminded of all those quirks, how I can't press the select button to get on my bicycle. Yep. I have oh to go into, I got to go into the items. Oh, oh, I was reminded how much I actually do enjoy Pokemon, yeah. but how much I enjoy the older ones and not necessarily any Pokemon game past X and Y. X and mm. Y is kind of when I you lose me. Yeah, see, I really liked Sun and Moon. I that's like a hot take, but so I really enjoyed them. I liked the a lot of the new designs for like the uh what what's what's the thing that they're called the legendaries. No, not the legendaries. Is Sun and Moon where it's like you get the different variations on classic Pokemon? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's like Raichu's on a surfboard the or something. Variants. Yeah, I forget yeah. what they're called. Like they're Alola forms. Alolan, yeah, yeah. Alolan. And that was a thing that they've actually kept going with instead of just, oh, you really like Megas? Sorry, we're getting rid of them. But they've, they've done that for, I think, every region since. Dude, Mega Charizard X is one of the best Pokemon designs. That yeah. black and blue. Oh, it's so good. RetroRemaster.com if it hasn't sold yet. Um, I saw that today. Yeah, that was Which is very stream. funny. I almost was just like, do I have $200 to just pull the trigger on that? <laughs> Those are really cool. The Mega Evolution's really cool. That roped me in for one last romp. It was Pokemon Red, kind of, again, but different. Yeah. I mean, it was very different, mm. but you still like kind of hit all the same beats. I mean, Pokemon's just followed the same formula for a long time. It's good. What? It's a solid formula, but... It needs to evolve. It does need to evolve. I, mean, I think they have, but... People this time were just so focused on bad performance with Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. I can defend the game. I love to play Devil's Advocate for X and y, or Scarlet and Violet. Simp, simp. I agree that it shouldn't have come out in the state, but we can talk about that if we ever do a podcast on Scarlet and Violet. Let's go over. Let's, let's, zero let's actually back start in. the podcast. <laughs> we will include that stuff. But I let's hope so. See. That was all gold. That was gold.
I mean, I feel like a lot of people know the story, especially with Red and Blue, but just overarching Pokemon formula, as we've already discussed. You're a 10-year-old kid, a 10-year-old kid. Let's just lay that out there, or in case you forgot. 10 years old, and you get to start your Pokemon journey. Seems fair, I guess. A little dangerous, maybe, for a 10-year-old. I don't know. Maybe I'm a helicopter parent. But I don't know. This whole game seems like a one long cautionary <laughs> tale of bad parenting and yeah. also how your child can turn into a little warlord psychopath. Yeah. So you let's take Pete aside for a second. You harness these animals and uh, control them to do whatever you want. Fight with them. Uh, do the things that many football players have gotten in trouble for doing in real life. Michael. You go out in the world, <laughs> 10 years old, on your own, with fire-breathing dogs and electric mi mice yep. and bees electric that rats. will kill you in one shot. Yeah. Weird two-headed bird freaks. Yeah. And a giant sleeping lazy Pokemon that will sit on you and kill you. Uh, and not only that, you uh, encounter a rival who apparently grew up with you that hates you. What's his name? Blue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it Gary in yellow? Didn't yeah, it get in the In the anime, it's Gary. But in, in the games, they are literally red and, and blue. blue. Yeah. That you, sorry, the protagonist can be named whatever you want. But mm. the... Uh, the, he's red. Yeah, he's red. Is he red in blue as well? Or is he blue and your rival's red? I think it's actually canonically it's supposed to be flipped. But like, I don't know, man. Just I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Your rival is actually a competitive person and he is really feisty, I guess is a He's an word. idiot. He's a bit he, of an idiot. He's a he's, big moron. But he's good. Again, 10 mm. years old. Well, he's also kind of a jerk. He literally bases his choices only on hurting hurting you the you. most. Yeah. Smell you later. And Oh my gosh. But I, I do I wish that they would bring that back. Like gold or silver, whatever his name is. I think it's silver, the uh antagonist, the the rival. The rival in gold and silver, I believe, is called Silver. Oh my gosh. And yeah, the guy who like meets you outside the house. Yeah, he's staring at the professor through the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Both of these guys, great rivals. And after that, rivals have just been very lame. I love my boy Barry. Uh, the two rivals in Gen 3 were cool. They're all right. But I, I want that. I want the antagonist rival. I want the guy who's like actually going to trash talk and be competitive. So why did you name your rival after me? <laughs> because that's what I do. If I play, I usually play like the older Pokemon games with another friend. Like I played it with Lauren. I played it with Mikey. I played it with Aaron. I usually will name my friend that I'm playing with the rival because it makes sense to name the other person you're going through the games with your rival but that's all right i don't i don't need the recognition anyways i think you need to talk to somebody jake i think you need to talk to someone about that let me know in the comments if you name your rivals after your friends like oh, i do i'm sure they do i just was always the kid who named my 
rival something funny because anytime he'd pop up, because I would forget about him yeah. completely. Like, oh, so and so. Yeah, that, insert that is funny. To inappropriate do. funny name here. Yeah. Wants to battle. I'm like, oh, hey, I forgot about you. Your name is dumb, but it makes me laugh. Yeah. I'm sure I've named a couple of rivals like Poop or something like that because that's my humor. Pee pee poo poo. I named my dad on uh, his me. I named him Mr. Fart. Because <laughs> let me guess, your dad farted yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyways, getting back to the synopsis, you go through and eventually you have to save an old man from the evil Team Rocket organization. You have to save an entire building full of adults who are also trapped by Team Rocket, the Sylphco, and then you have to defeat Team Rocket once and for all in the gym. You have to, well, you don't have to, but the tagline is gotta catch them all. Giovanni. You have to catch a bunch of legendary Pokemon that are only one of in every game. You have to also beat a team of adults, four of them that are the best Pokemon trainers, not trainers, players, yeah. trainers in the region. And then on top of that, you have to beat your rival, spoiler alert, 20, 30 years later. Uh, your rival is the champion. You have to beat all five of them in a row to become champion at the end. No healing with more than what you have in your bag. At what point did he beat the Elite Four. So that's just while you're on Victory Road, it is assumed that he just Yeah. So you literally wipe the floor with him before you go on Victory yes. Road. You deal with the hellish nightmare that is Victory Road. Because I got stuck on there way longer than I should have. Oh, I've played this game so many times. I I know. I know how to get out. Well, I also I didn't go in with Max Repels because I was just like uh, ah, I was late. I was I was going quickly, so I forgot. I was trying to grind at that point still. Because I was um, seriously underleveled. After you wipe the floor with him, you then beat the Elite Four. You either wipe the floor with them or it is a struggle. And this guy somehow during all that time also got through Victory Road and then beat the Elite Four. Again, after getting stomped on by you in some random field outside Viridian City. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is why I hate the rival. This is why I name him Stupid Names. <laughs> and he... Like gains like a serious amount of levels between the pre-victory road fight and the champion fight. Doesn't he hit like level one hundred with a, his like starter? No, uh, like eighty something maybe. No, I think it's like maybe seventies at the highest level. Uh, it's not that high, but like, well, let me whip out my team real quick. I I've been playing the game. Well, I played about half the game on my analog pocket. Because uh, I'm trying to re-review the analog pocket for a video. It should hopefully be out the day before this podcast comes out. I ended up switching at the Fuchsia. fifth gym. Yeah. Fuchsia City. I remember you telling me that. And I just I had to grind it out on emulator. I'd been playing this while editing these podcasts for like a full month, it felt like. And then uh, I was just like, yeah, okay. I've got everything that I need to edited. And I think I grinded the rest of the game out in like two, maybe three hours. See, and that's the thing I have always loved about Pokemon, especially as a little kid, is when I would convince my parents to buy me a Game Boy game mm -hmm. and they bought me Pokemon, I was absorbed and they lasted me forever. Oh, yeah. 
like like I was saying, I was absorbed. That's a sixty-hour game at least. Oh yeah, and it's like you. That's trying to catch all the legendaries. That's um trying to level up all your main Pokemon that you really mm -hmm. really love. I mean, Gen three Swampert. I got him to one hundred. That was yeah. the first Pokemon I ever got to level one hundred. And then there were two more versions of the same game that I was like, well, I got to do that because I yeah. need to get the the main legendary for each of those games. You got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. I never um, caught them all until I didn't catch. I didn't complete a Pokedex until Sword and Shield. That was my first complete Pokedex. The first games on the Switch. I think Ruby was my first one. Well, actually, that's such Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee I got completed. But that's like really easy because it's 151. So. Oh, okay. Because it's literally just these games, but on the Switch, but also Pokemon Goified. Kind of liked it though. I it liked was good. in that game. You could see the Pokemon walking around, like they were just kind of they were just kind of hanging out. Like if you were in a cave, you were looking for shinies, you could just see them yeah. kind of oh, walking around. Yes, yes. I loved. It, it was if, just funny when the game has Pokemon in the overworld. That is the best. Yeah. Don't ever take that away from me, Game Freak. Please do not. And don't lie and say that it's because you couldn't fit the newly made models when you just ported the old ones. Yeah, that's a little lame. Uh, <laughs> There's no I, defense I for do, that. I will say that I do like that it's only 400 because my lord, that would be, I think I'm sure they would make that the national decks and you get, or the international decks, whatever the, the, the bigger Pokedex is. Like it wouldn't be a requirement to get the shiny charm to catch all of them because we're in the thousands now i'm pretty sure yeah like that i'm thankful for like because i would never complete the pokedex mm -hmm. but i think for me it was just the fact that they locked you out of ones you had caught previously i don't think they should have all of them catchable in one game but yeah. i think you should be able to carry ones over i mean not to just like stomp the floor with everything but be like hey like, let me use some of these cool... Like, you have to unlock it at a certain point. Yeah. I I think that's fair. Like, post-game, you can bring out whatever Pokemon you've caught in other games because, like, the competitive scene. But I also think it's a little cool because it forces you to play with other Pokemon. Like, you're not just going to use the same exact Pokemon team, especially, like, in the competitive scene. You're not just... Oh, it's the same six Pokemon that everybody's mm. been using since X and Y. Like, oh. I, I like I like that it mixes up a little bit, but I, I do understand. I love Infernape is my favorite Pokemon all time. And I wish that he was in more games because he's not included in a lot of them. But yeah, so like that part of me is like, I get it, but I don't mind it. But anyways, let's get back to Red. The, the original games. I've got my team pulled up. I've got Archu okay is Raichu. I've got Zard Boy, Charizard. I've got Articuno. He doesn't have a special name because I just got him to fill out my team. He replaced Sandrew, who had all my HMs. Uh, we've got Kachow as... Uh, Zapdos? No, Kachow. That would have been a good one for Zapdos. Uh, Kachow is Alakazam. I don't know why. Just... Did Kachow. Really? Lightning McQueen? You didn't make that a... I a, needed a name for... Electric type? Abracadabra Alakazam. Steve Miller. Sure. Steve Miller Band. Because of the song Abracadabra. Sure. All right. 
Uh, that that's my other thing I normally do for nicknames. I used to never nickname Pokemon. I hated it, and then I started naming them like Bob and Billy and stuff like that. And I always thought that was funny. I also am not at this current moment a nicknamer of Pokemon, except yeah. for Ratatata, because I think that name is dumb. I always change it. Like something like uh, I think this last go around it was a uh, Rat Boy Slim. Which was was very funny. My last two are Yas. Do you know what that is? No. Nido Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. That really makes... dumb, but I like the name. No, simple but if, effective. If, yeah. Very super effective. Not many people are gonna get this, but I named uh Gyarados Redward. <laughs> or I'll, I'll I'll just censor it so people will know that you got it. Uh-huh. But if you got it. Let me know in the comments. And if you know me in real life, don't say it. <laughs> That's too easy. Who did you have on your team? I had my boy, my favorite Pokemon of all time. Well, it's a toss-up. I say that, and then I immediately remember the other ones. But Charizard? No. And then I had uh, Zapdos, Articuno, uh Doug Trio? Is it Dig Trio or Doug Trio? Doug Trio. Doug Trio. Um, Pikachu, because Pikachu, he's the mascot. You didn't evolve him to Raichu? No. I'm with my boy Ash on that one. I, I used to be that way, but I ever since Sun and Moon with Alolan Raichu, which is one of the coolest Pokemon ever, mm -hmm. I've been on the Raichu train. Okay. Even the, the Canton, Cantonian Raichu. So Alolan Raichu, that's a different story because he's yes. on a surfboard, right? Yeah. He's surfing on his tail. He's surfing on his tail. Regular Raichu. I don't know, man, that episode of Pokemon the Anime where Ash had to struggle with the fact that he's like, do I evolve Pikachu yeah. in order to like beat this guy who's got a Raichu or do we stick together and see it through? Yeah. You know, overcome this challenge without sacrificing part of ourselves. Yeah. And they did it. And that that literally like hit me as a kid. So I can now the first Pikachu I catch never turns into Raichu. Yeah. I just never caught another one because I was like, well, I already have one. Yeah. So um but what that was five Pikachu. Snorlax was the other one. Snorlax. Because he could use strength, and I also think Snorlax is a very funny Pokemon. Wait, it's Snorlax, Pikachu, Charizard, Articuno, Articuno Zapdos, Zapdos, Doug Trio. Doug Trio. I forgot about Doug Trio. Yeah. Which, let me say right now, Doug Trio and even Diglett with Dig carried me yeah. through this game. Mm -hmm. That is an... Any of those moves, not just Dig, but any of those moves that you just kind of disappear for a turn, especially against one of the most broken moves in the game, Psychic, mm. uh, was wonderful because yep. they just they'd be like oh i'll try to use psychic oh no he's not there and then bam come up out of the ground and i just watch their health bar go Ooh. and i was like yeah, yeah. and plus diglett and doug trio are very fast they're yeah. very fast pokemon no so. their speed is that's yeah. also so i get to go first mm -hmm. all the time yeah because like with nido queen she's slow so i would get hit before going under actually you know what i'm thinking now i don't think she can learn dig I think I had to teach it to someone else. And now I don't remember. Was it Sandshrew? No, I never. See, I'm 
in those older games, I pick a guy that does all my HMs, and that's all they're used for. Maybe to swap out and to uh, heal some other people, but I like he's probably still like level nineteen or something like that. What a guy! Yeah, he's in my PC now. He's your little workhorse. Yeah, I don't want to say the term. <laughs> <laughs> he's your indentured servant. Yeah, solid team. I do kind of wish I would have mixed it up a little bit more, but I didn't. <laughs> like I, I kind of wanted to do hypno instead of alakazam but also hypno is just not as cool as alakazam yeah and like i also wanted to flex how many ridiculous the ridiculous amount of game boys that i have so oh right because you were able to trade oh yeah right see i wasn't able to do that yeah i've got i only have one link cable which i thought i would have had more honestly i have so many modded game boys now that i can't even fill the three shelves I've got in my room. Or I can't, mm-hmm. I don't have room on my three shelves that I have in my room. Like, I'm going to need to start storing them in a container somewhere. And it's like, it's not even because, I mean, like, yeah, I like them. But it's because I've gone through so many new mod kits. And I have all of the different mod kits so I can reference them in videos going forward. Oh, man. Go watch my IPS comparison videos because they take a lot of time and effort. <laughs> Well, I they mean, don't get enough views. You are the Game Boy guy. Yeah, and we're finally playing a Game Boy game on the podcast. This is pod- episode number seven. I just also realized we didn't say welcome to the Backlog Club. I figured we'd just throw that. We'd just recut around and do it at nah. the end. They know. It's they episode know who we seven. Are. They should know You by don't now. know who we are. You shouldn't be here. I did forget. I did have Abra for a little bit, but then when I realized I couldn't trade... Because I don't trust the guy who I would have traded with, being me. me. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's the fun thing about about when you trade with yourself. You never have to worry that the person is now just not going to send the Pokemon back. Yeah, which happened to me more times than I'm proud to admit. Well, yeah, when you're like kids, but no. Uh, okay, well, I guess you need to find some better friends then. <laughs> I didn't trade with friends. Oh. It was when you were like, hey, man, do you want to just help me out with this trade? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, they, and, then, and then their character disappeared from the 3DS uh, little zone. Yeah. See, uh, shout out to my cousin Tanner. Uh, me and him. Tanner, we, the tan man, the tanster, we, the tannerizer. Tannerite. <laughs> we usually meet up at the GameStop launch day stuff. And we wait in line in the cold to get the physical copies day one at nine o'clock on Thursdays. So we almost always trade with each other when there's a new game out to complete the Pokedex because we both typically get both versions on launch. So you're going to play Scarlet, I'll play Violet. Cool. And we're good. This time we actually didn't. I I traded. Now that I have a fan base and I have uh, friends that I've made through all this, uh, I, I was able to actually get the trades done in Scarlet and Violet with people I've met through YouTube, which is kind of cool. But shout out to all you guys helping. Shout Jake out to DC and Glenna. Now my team, I really didn't switch it up. I found the Pokemon I liked, the ones that I was like, oh, I'm gonna catch one of those. Yeah. Doug Trio simply was a product of, oh man, I'm gonna go fight Lieutenant Surge. I'm just going to get a Pokemon that he can't do anything to. Yeah. And then I'm just going to wipe the floor with him. Yeah. And I did because of Dig. 
I think that's what it was. I think I taught Raichu Dig, which at the time was just Pikachu. Man, I should really know this. I spent a lot of time on this game, and I just already forget. They all blur together at a certain point, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I just know I stomped Lieutenant Surge. Like, that was not an issue. The only real issue I had with a gym or any battles were against the Psychic Gym, which is a huge, huge gym for a lot of people. This is the reason Alakazam and... I'm blanking on the gym leader's name. Sabrina. Sabrina. They are the sole reason that the dark type exists. I have a note in here that at some point I'm like, I miss dark type because there is just nothing besides bug to counter psychic. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, but who's coming to even halfway through the game with a beedrill or uh, Butterfree. Venonat or a Butterfree. You don't yeah. even get Venonat until, I mean, maybe you can get there, but that's not until uh, the place with the, uh, or right before the city with the, the catching Pokemon place. So funny thing you bring up, Sabrina. I completely skipped that gym. Really? And got back to Viridian City only to realize I had skipped both Silphco and Sabrina. Oh. And so when I went and fought Sabrina. You were very overleveled. I've, she very much literally did nothing to me. Okay. And I, and I remembered just the sequence for the puzzle, for like the, the, uh, the, the teleporting pads. Yeah. Right? So I was just like, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Because I've gotten very good. I did this as a kid. Yeah. I can avoid trainers if I'm determined. Yeah. I know which oh, yeah. ones I have to fight. But I'm telling you, if you're one of those people, no offense, that fights every single trainer you come across, I know you get money from it, but you're a psycho. I, I do for the older games for the XP. This game, I encountered every person I could so I because I know they just don't give you enough XP, which one, I didn't even know that there was an EXP share in this game because I usually don't catch many Pokemon. But if you catch 50, 50 types of Pokemon, there is an EXP share in the same place where you get one in uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red, which is, I believe, below Saffron City. Really? Yes. I did, I've it never... Is, it is like the, the EXP share in the current games where it goes t mostly to the Pokemon who fought and then the rest is shared evenly between the rest of the team. And I grinded for that. I caught as many Pokemon as I could. And I got to 50. I got the item. I turned it on. And then I learned that when you beat a Pokemon in battle and start sharing the XP to everybody, it'll say Gyarados gained 400 XP. And it's shared with everybody else. And it doesn't end there. It says Kadabra gained 100 oh, XP. Oh, no. Raichu gained 100 XP. So every time... It goes time through every single six. Pokemon in your party and tells you exactly the same amount because they all have the same amount except for oh, the person who fought. Dude. And even at 800 times speed on fast forward, it was too much. Yeah. Because you have to click. It doesn't just go on its own. 
you have to press the button. Right, you're mashing that. Yes, that you're key. mashing it and holding fast forward, and just it's so infuriating. I'm like, no, and it ta- it does not give you enough XP for it to even be worth it. So you had to hold fast forward when you played? Yeah, I just did that because when I was, uh, I, I think I had one set for toggle as well, but uh, it was just easier when I was like going from battle to uh, walking around, just holding it. Because when I needed to be more precise, I could just let go. Oh, I just I just cranked the speed and just figured out. 800X is very hard to move around. Yeah, I played at 400. Yeah. I wasn't. I, think I couldn't I, figure out how to change it. I was on uh, V Boy, Visual Boy. Yeah, well, it's like it's a it's the certain one that we're gonna have to. It's a certain one that we're gonna have to use for uh, for a super secret special surprise. Yeah, for that's a special mystery tool we'll save for later for Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. What? It'll I didn't be, know that. I'll probably have it announced by the time this podcast goes out. Anyways, that's smart. So. Oh, because the lineup for December. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't figure out how to change the speed. I'm like, ah, whatever. So just holding it down, it wasn't a big deal. It's not like my hands were cramping. Or Mine anything. did. Really? Because I, I was having to mash everything. Well, you also played the entire game in one sitting. Most of the game. Okay. Because I got... You ended at the top of Victory Road. Yeah. Because yeah. I got to the Elite Four... And I had to be up in three hours for work. Yeah. And I was not thinking. Like, I I saved. I went into the shop. I bought all the items I needed that I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I just got absolutely stomped because I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Effectively. My Pokemon were underleveled because I was, like, in that grind mindset. I don't think there's a single person who has ever been leveled up enough without like seriously thinking about it and grinding yeah, or using rare candies. You usually realize you're like, oh, I'm not going to touch the Elite Four. I I, have to go back. I don't think there's ever been a Pokemon game, current or past, that I have been over-leveled for an Elite Four. Just because, one, it's not really necessary if you know your Pokemon types. And two, it's just like the, the game rarely sets you up to have more levels than the Elite Four and Champion. So I did it one time. Yeah. I was level 100 when I walked up to the Elite Four. It was Pokemon Emerald. And you had grinded and you didn't know that the Elite Four existed? No, I had played Ruby. Oh, okay. So I knew. Mm-hmm. That's the one, but that's the thing is I knew. It was the one time I did it. I had a level 100 Rayquaza. Yeah. And I said, you are all going to die. <laughs> because I used what was like Hyper Beam, I think he had, or whatever his special yeah. beam attack was. And it just, it, I just watched Wipe on that Game before. Boy Advance IPS display. Wait, is it an IPS? Yeah. On well, the, the new ones. Oh, yeah. no, it's it's a TFT. Sure, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bad. That is I just I just remember watching on that display with the brightness cranked in my room at like, I think it would have been super late at night. I didn't yeah. have a concept of time as a child. Uh, but I just remember watching it all go down. And I was like, this is what it was all about. And then when he was out of uses of Hyperbeam, I went, hey, PP up. <laughs> and then, uh, Get me them ethers, them, uh, them, ethers, them, them elixirs. Them elixirs. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, Elixir I, spelled with an ER, which I'm like, uh-uh. No, it's, it's IR. Mm-mm. 
In red, mm-hmm. it's it's Elixir. E-L-I-X-E-R. You find one in the underground path, I think, from Cerulean to... Not Saffron, but the other one. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have plenty of them because that that's what I was going to say. I actually use the PC, my PC, not Bill's PC, my PC to hold items because you have no space. You are correct. It is ER. I'm Isn't sorry that weird? for doubting you. But yeah. they changed it later. Yeah. Well, yeah. Localization <laughs> mm-hmm. was not um, whoever localized that game's strong suit. Yeah. But I no offense. I grind or I I stockpiled every ether, every elixir, and held it in my PC for the Elite Four because I was just expecting to get beat down, and I knew that I was going to run out of PP. I think I used one ether, maybe another one, just for like two moves. That was it. It honestly was a cakewalk and I still don't really know why because I was very underleveled and I think I just had good type matchups and got lucky. Mm-hmm. But I had like 56 was my top level, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you just had better type matching than I did. Yeah, I got I got spanked by a dugong. But I was also exhausted. Yeah. So I was like, Zapdos, go. You can do it even though you're an electric type and they shoot ice beam. Which means I'm going to get hurt. Okay. So my levels are 52, 46, 52, 48, 48, 49. That is my champion team. Only two of them are over 50, and one of them is Articuno, who is automatically level 50. Or is it level 45? 50. 50. Because yeah. then at 51, uh, it learns Blizzard. <laughs> of course it does. I gave it the TM. Yeah, <laughs> so I knew that, and I almost gave it the TM, and then I was like, "Wait a minute!" To be fair, I I already gave Ice Beam to Gyarados, so I was like, "I don't really need it to know Blizzard." Mm-hmm. Ice Beam's gonna not miss nearly as much. So. I just leveled up Gyarados because I needed somebody to do Surf. Yeah, that was pretty much what he was for. That's fair. I I just like him because he's not a or it's neutral to Grass because of his flying type. Yeah, no, Gyarados is great. Yeah. I he's he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's a really funny joke that Magikarp, who can only do splash and then tackle. Yep. The very weak move tackle mm-hmm. uh evolves into the water flying type that can learn hyper beam. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I so my Gyarados is actually the one that you are able to buy at the Pokemon Center. Oh. Yeah. I I bought him and I grinded him up from level five so wow yeah what a gamer as i was getting to like 18 19 with my magic carp i was like kind of want to use slow poke but i'm also grinding abra right now so Mm -hmm. yeah i grinded abra and magic harp so what level that was fun does abra learn psychic or do you have to teach it to him uh i i taught it because mr psychic in the in saffron city yeah but I, i i don't think I don't think Abra learns a fighting move until the almost the time that it evolves, and I don't think it's even psychic. I'm not sure. Isn't it? No, it's not phase wave. You you get that from Sabrina. Yeah, it like psy shock or psy beam. Psy beam. Psy beam. I don't know if it actually learns psy beam. I think that might be a cadaver move. I could be wrong though. I just know I got it, and 
I, as soon as I evolved Kadabra, I got another copy out, got another Game Boy, traded it up, got it going. You went Abracadabra, Alakazam. Alakazam was there in an instant. So OP. With his spoons that he's like. <laughs> if I were to do it over again, I probably would have gone no Gyarados, no Alakazam, and done Slowpoke to Slowbro. Because still a little OP, and that way I can actually use a secondary typing. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's, n I don't think there's a single flying move for Gyarados, and uh, Alakazam is just psychic. But also, I wanted, I was starting to get there, did not touch on it. Uh, my biggest issue with the psychic gym was Alakazam. All Alakazam does when you have Alakazam out, when it's Alakazam v Alakazam. All that happens is it spams recover, and it you can confuse it with confusion. Confusion is the word. No, that's the one that comes first. That's the move. Confusion they... comes first. And I think Such Aber a terrible does. shame. Uh, but confusion, he does not stay confused for more than a turn most of the time, and he spams recover because that is the most effective move that it can use against another Alakazam. And the AI is just like, whatever is most effective, that's what's going to happen. And the beauty of Gen 1 is the enemies, the computer opponents, do not have PP. It is infinite. It is infinite PP. So I sat there for a very, very, very long time waiting for it to run out of recover PP and I'm like, dude, I'm about to struggle because I'm running out of moves. Ain't no way Recover has more than this. And I look it up, and yep, it's just a thing that happens in Gen 1. Recover has 20 PP. That is it. You can use it 20 times, and you're done. But not this Alakazam now. So I, I don't remember what I did uh, to actually get out of that. But I didn't lose that fight. I never lost a fight, thankfully. But that was my, that was uh, awful for me. I hated that battle. It took me way too long, probably 30 minutes plus. Because I, I wasn't on uh, emulator at that point, I don't think. Oh, okay. yeah. I was, I was on this bad boy, which does not have fast forward. Wonder what my review is going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it as intended? Yeah, which I told you, I'm going to play it as God intended. <laughs> I'm not going to use an emulator. And I'm like, ah. I really was satisfied or, or I felt validated. Satisfied is not the right word. Um, when you text me and you're like, yeah, I threw it in an emulator. It's just, yeah. There's it, it's the walking around. You don't have running shoes. No running shoes. The bicycle you have to get in the item bag. Yep. I was just like, there are too many things here that I am very used to. You don't even have roller skates, man. <laughs> Those Too many things cool. that I'm used to that I am like, no, I can't, I can't have that. Pokemon is a slow game, and it could be a lot faster most well, of the time. And when it said, when we looked it up, like how long to beat when deciding to play this, and it said 26 hours, I said, yeah, that's, that's playing it as intended. Yeah. I can get that down. Because... I get roasted still to this day because it's my most viewed piece of content ever in a short. I was showing off how you could swap out the save battery in the original Game Boy cartridges. And I showed off at the end, oh, look, my save is still here. And I had 
eight badges. That was the last time I'd com- actually the first time I'd ever completed a Gen One game. Mm-hmm. Eight badges, twenty six in the Pokedex. I think it was twenty six, and people just berated me in the comments. If you go look at the comment section on my most viewed short, there are so many comments where they're like, "Uh." How do you have 60 hours and only 26 in the Pokedex? Because you know what? Some people just like to fight with their Pokemon that they find, and you don't need to catch them all, even though that's the tagline. Thank you. You're vi- just because that's how you play the game doesn't mean that's how everyone has to play yeah. the game. It's not like I'm like, how do I do this? How also, do I use a Pokeball? Also, that 60 hours could you could literally have just been you leaving your Game Boy sitting on. Yes, that too. Yeah, because like, I played it on an actual DMG when I, I did that. I played it on my modded DMG that I have, and I was I played I played that how God intended. And I remember because I <laughs> went skiing for the first and last time and nearly twisted my leg off, and so I sat in the car playing Pokemon until everybody else was done skiing and snowboarding. <laughs> Like, oh, you don't get to go to a hospital. We get to have fun. I got put, I like to describe it as a body bag because that's how they take injured people down the mountain. There's a sled that is like a cocoon that they oh, zip you up in. yeah. And some person that works there skis you down the mountain and you're just lying on your back and you cannot see a dang thing. And you're it going over all the bumps and everything. It's very terrifying. Love it. <laughs> And I'm sure I scarred a lot of kids because it literally looked like they were dragging a body in a body bag down the mountain. I'm sure you were used as an object lesson for a lot of parents. You see, if you don't listen to me, that's what they're going to do to you. (laughs) It's also really funny. It was I was in excruciating pain when it happened, but I was going down the mountain literally the first time I've gone skiing ever and I'm going down and it's. They closed like the one mountain up from the like kitty mountain, the bunny slope. And so there were the two more extreme ones, the advanced and the extreme that were available that day. And my brother in law, love you, Will, but he's like, you guys got this. Dad's skiing for like the second time ever in his life. I'm skiing for the first time ever. And the first time we go down the hill, I twist. My like my ski took my foot around 180 degrees, mm. and I already have bad knees. And as I'm falling, people on the ski lifts above us, someone yells, "Sniper, get down!" And it was so funny, but I was so pissed because it hurt so bad. Oh man! You're like, man, this really hurts, and that joke was really oh, funny, but so I can't good. laugh at it right now because I'm in pain. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and that is why you don't go on the advanced one on your very first day skiing. Speaking of slopes. First and last day. Skiing. First and last. Ah, you'll do it event. Some girl will trick you into going skiing again. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of slopes, though, I think that was one of my favorite segments in this game is I forget what city it's outside of because, like I said earlier, all these games blur together at a certain point. Yeah. All the city names. Yeah get confusing but that one where you're on the bike and you got to go down the slope oh, the, the bike it's the yeah the bike slope i forget the bike path yeah the bike path where you're just you're just bombing down that hill mm-hmm. 
very fun. And you talk cycling about slope, road. That's the cycling road. And you're just like, I mean, you can hold the thing to stop yourself. Yeah. But I find it to be less fun that way. I'm like, all right, how do I dodge all the trainers without like yeah. stopping myself? Oh, so much fun. Pokemon really does have this way. I didn't feel this way on, you know, like my 12th hour of my grind or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really does have this way of like having these magical little moments where you're like, that was really fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And even like the side quests, like when you go into Silphco yep. and you're just walking through and you, I, I even during my grind stopped to talk to all the characters. I think my two favorite ones is the guy who's super afraid. Mm-hmm. And then the lady's like, look at him. He's such a coward. And it's just like, <laughs> lady, these these are actual like organized criminals. Yeah. This dude is right to be afraid. What do you expect him to do? I think they actually like labeled Team Rocket as a terrorist organization yeah. back in the day. I don't think they would do that anymore. But no. Back in the 90s, they did. Yeah. You know, that was before terrorism leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a guy in actually the Saffron City Pokemon Center that has a great point. Why does the Elite Four, or why doesn't the Elite Four come and get Team Rocket? He's like, where's the Elite Four? We're, we're being terrorized by these criminals and the four strongest Pokemon trainers in the area are just sitting up there in the Indigo League and a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old Goes and takes him out. Saves the day. How dumb is Giovanni to get clapped by a 10-year-old? Like, his entire organization. I mean, literally, his entire organization Mm -hmm. is defeated by a 10-year-old. Yeah. And then you go back to his home. His home gym, right? Which is also, like, basically where you're from. Yeah. It's like the next city over. But. And he's, I mean, yeah. I mean, Pallet Town, Viridian City, it's yeah. kind of like, Pallet Town's a suburb of Viridian City. Yeah. Um, but you go in, and he's just like, all right, I'm really going to beat you this time, and then proceeds to get destroyed Whooped. again, and then goes, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And it's like, wh- what? Yeah. This child is 10. How old are you? 10. He's got to be like 40, at yeah. least. Like, he's a grown man. It's spoiler alert for the next games silver is his son oh yeah i never put that together yeah i'm pretty sure he says it it's been a while also he is character dressed in black with red hair i guess he doesn't have red hair but i'm gonna be with you when i played through all those games i was like eight years old yeah this was 16 years ago we're talking that i did all this yeah that's fair i didn't I didn't play the actual original Gold and Silver games until a couple of years ago when I started doing all this Game Boy stuff. Yeah. So, because I, I think the earliest one before that I played was Fire Red and Leaf Green and it's just all of Gen 3. I played those games like crazy. GBA for iOS in high school, man. Oh my gosh. Woo. Oh my gosh. I really, I looked because I just got this iPad and I was like, I really hope there is some like way I can. Still not on the game. App Store. <laughs> probably is never going to be. Uh, probably will be able to sideload apps soon because of the EU. Soon TM. Like soon how we got USB C after like a year or so after that passed. Yeah, Giovanni's dumb and I hate him. He's got weird hair and he likes cats too much. 
Yeah, I mean, like it makes that's sense. That's anime stuff, but still, it's like hairless cat. Almost, I mean, he's Persian. He's not hairless, but short hair. Am I the only one who thinks Persian is a severe downgrade from Meowth? I think only because of the anime. If anime didn't exist, okay, but I think that's the same thing with like Pikachu and Raichu. If anime didn't exist, then then Raichu would better. be objectively better because he's yeah. the next step. But this is my thing: is it's with Pokemon that anime is so just it's all just so wrapped in itself that like you can't get away from it. Yeah. Do you remember the Pokemon movie with Lugia, Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno? Two thousand. Yeah, is it two thousand? Pokemon so. two thousand. Yeah, that movie, man. Lugia is another one. That's why I was so excited to play Silver. Lugia is another one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, I when I, I was just, a kid at least. I'm not a big Gen two guy. I know. Ho-Oh is a stupid Pokemon. Sacrilege, but... Ho-Oh is a stupid Pokemon. Eh, I think it's cool. I Honestly, I don't really care for most Gen 2 Pokemon. I hate the starters. <laughs> I don't... I really... My biggest deal with Pokemon is I don't like using Pokemon that don't have dual typing. Like that... Oh, really? Yeah, it, it bothers me. Like, Alakazam is so overpowered in this game, it's fine. But most of the time, I'm not going to use a Pokemon if it's single typing. I want as many types. I want as much stab as I can get. If you don't know what stab is, uh, for some reason, mom, love you. Uh, stab is Hi, Tracy. Stab is where you get one and a half times more power because you're using a move that is the same type as your Pokemon. Uh, I think it's one and a half. It might be two. But I'm pretty sure it's one and a half. And then does that it stacks on top of super effective moves? So four, so you get the four times. Yeah. Or is super effective two times. Super effective is two times. If it's super effective against both types, it's four times. If it's not very effective against one type, then it's half. If it's not very effective against both types, it's 0.25. I know way too much. Actually, that's not true. I know a lot about Pokemon battling. I do not know if it's competitive natures and which nature is not in this game uh abilities oh, yeah. are not in this game wasn't it you want yours to be docile because they're more it like affects depends on the pokemon uh each one of them will either be neutral which multiple are neutral multiple are attack multiple are special attack and, like it just will oh, it'll yeah. raise one and lower another or just doesn't Man, do anything. I never got into that. Like, oh, raise no. their special attack stat. And I'm just like, nah, they're weak to this. Hit them hard. Hit them fast. Yeah. Kill them. Dude, Lauren will, like, for some games, like the, the ROM hacks that are really hard, I understand. But Lauren, even in something like the basic Pokemon games, will restart until he gets the right nature for his Pokemon. I'm picking Bulbasaur, but if it's not this nature, I'm resetting. He's German. Yes. So. Yes, he is. They're, he very, is. they're very particular. I mean, have you heard of the precision German engineering? Yes. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! Pikachu! Hey, we're back, or here in the middle of the podcast to talk about merch. I should probably sit up a little bit. We are, well, I slash we are rebranding my old merch, the uh, Ditto version merch, as uh, the Backlog Club merch because I want to change up the design a little bit. I think 
but it might be a little too much for some people to just have a a giant silly looking the bootleg bootleg, bootleg. I, it looks a little weird having a giant bootleg pokemon on your uh your chest i have gotten comments yeah like so what's wrong with its face and i'm like <laughs> oh you clearly don't play pokemon and it shows yeah it might be a little awkward so we're gonna change it up so it's a little smaller on the chest like the pikmin design that you can also buy now at restaurantmaster.com also like the front of the uh ganondorf uh glorified ping pong tee that is also at restaurantmaster.com <laughs> but uh we're finally recording an episode where we have the sign. Woohoo! If you like Spider Man, you don't need to hold it up because it'll probably cut off if you're holding it up. Well, I wanted them to see the bottom. Oh, the couch is locked. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it is a cool, friendly neighborhood watch sign. And uh, you can buy it now. I will say, my bad. Uh, the only place that could get or uh, could do a sign like this is out of Germany. Uh, so it's made and shipped out of Germany. So shipping's a little expensive for uh, us American folks. Maybe Lauren can hook us up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you're in Europe, uh, good news for you. You actually have the cheaper shipping this time. <laughs> I mean, if you feel like it's worth the money, worth the shipping price uh, for the sign, then we'd love for you to buy it from us. Uh, it's metal. Yeah. And it feels very nice. It is very premium, I will say. I think it is worth the price tag, but instead of doing like $100 with free shipping, I opted to go with uh, $50 for plus shipping. So if you are in Europe, you don't pay a lot more than you need to, and uh, you only have to pay as much as you have to pay if you're living anywhere. Sorry about the shipping costs, but it's a premium product. It's a large... It's the cost of doing business. It's a large aluminum sheet, so... (laughs) It's kind of awkward to package ship. From Germany. Yeah. Across the ocean. Across so, the pond, as they like the to pond. say. That, that's our sales pitch. Yeah. Go Clearly. look at our merch. Buy it. Yeah. I'm going to do a hypno. Buy the merch. Yeah. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Feeling drowsy. Ah. Meowth, that's right. One thing that I always like to point out, uh, Nurse Joy is messed up. She is evil. Why? Every time you heal your Pokemon, she helps you come back. She wants your Pokemon to be depleted, near death, or just fainted. Or we hope to see you again. Or counterpoint, she hopes that you take good care of your Pokemon. And instead of just letting them be downtrodden and defeated all the time. She's secretly evil, dude. Well, she's running a business. And we don't bear. And there's how many of those people? It's free healthcare in Pokemon, unless you go to the store. Well, dang, they figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> what are the taxes like in the Pokemon oh my universe? Gosh, the tariffs. Oh man. Well, where did that? Well, I mean, uh, what well, Lieutenant Surge fought in the war? Whatever yeah. that means. Oh, well, have you noticed that there's very little adults in this universe? Yeah. Where's, their, their where's your dad? Where's your dad? Yeah. Where's, He's at war. Uh, where's your dad? He's Mister Mime. There's a lot of theories about. <laughs> just that took me a second. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. But uh, there's a lot of theories about Pokemon, including: Do you think that uh, the rivals, Blue Gary, whatever you want to call him, do you think that his Radicate died? Have you heard of this theory? When did he get a Radicate? 
Well, he has Eradicate. He gets a Rattata and Eradicate. Oh, yeah. And then we fight him in... Ratatouille. We fight him in the tower, the Pokemon Tower, which is the graveyard. And... That's messed up. Eradicate is not there. Yeah. And so he's gone for the rest of the game. Maybe he just traded it. Why would why is why is Gary there? Why would Gary be in the Pokemon Tower? Because Gary's an idiot. Is he not having an emotional send off for his deceased Raticate? Oh, I guess and that he is. Makes fun of you to hope that you to don't cope. see him crying. Yeah. I mean, we all grieve in our own way. Yeah. Maybe I've always misunderstood Gary, but yeah. he is an idiot. He is an so, idiot. Um Pokemon Tower. I always forget just how mm, messed mm, up. Mm, mm, I did because I played fast forwarded. I did actually have to disable the sound. Dude, it was really bad. I played for maybe five minutes, like not really thinking about it. And then I had like a, a moment of lucidity and I went, oh no, this has to be turned off. I'm because I would, I noticed my stress getting higher. Just well, you've heard the stories about that song, right? Oh, is how that song like actually induces like Yeah, it messed with kids' minds in Japan. Game freak, what are we doing? Yeah. Those games are freaky. <laughs> um that place is messed up. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I've always hated it. Um the the channelers that are there, mm. and then they always seem to snap out of whatever possession because they're possessed, yeah, apparently, by the haunters and the ghastlies. Yeah. And uh, that's what I love Dig for because I just, they tried to hit me with whatever their, their magic was for and I just went, Zoop. thank you for no abilities. Otherwise, all of them would have levitate and we couldn't do anything but psychic moves on them. Exactly. Uh, or ghost type moves because ghost is effective against ghost. Yeah. So they were, um, yeah, they. Uh, you don't like it. You don't like the Pokemon Tower. No, I mean, who really likes i kind of i like it because of the lore i think it's no cool. the, it's no i i agree yeah but who really likes being in there who feels comfortable in the pokemon tower if sound off in the comments and i will reply to you and tell you that you need help because you you should not feel comfortable in a place of death yeah i mean i i've played it so many times it's like whatever no, obviously, but, but thinking about it, really. Oh yeah, I, if this was a real life place, like oh, cemetery is giving me the the heebie-jeebies. You would never go there. No, no. Especially if you heard that music but I, playing. Yeah. Oh, in real life, whoo, no. What was the? I like that song though. I, I like it. Again, not to you know bring up the Pokemon anime again, but do you remember the episode where they found the ghost girl? Dude, no, but the that ghost episode. girl in X and Y, dude. Have you Ooh. seen that stuff? Uh, 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 uh. That's no, no, freaky. no, no, no. That's freaky. Hell no. <laughs> to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Yeah, that's not that's not my thing. Yeah. That, um, this is a children's game. <laughs> I don't like that's probably also why I'm terrified of all that stuff, is because as a child, yeah, it scared the crap out of me yeah. as it was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I used to be afraid of legendaries. Like I'd get like nervous. Oh, because you're in a cave most of the time. Well, yeah, like Gen Three Groudon. Mm. Like going, I'm like this dude's freaking me out. Or like when uh, you go to get Mewtwo. Yeah. And you're just like, well, this is it. This is like the dude. Like mm. he doesn't like people. He's the man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. He's 
freaky in the the first movie, which Mewtwo returns. This is the first movie, <laughs> but yeah. uh, where'd he go? This is literally the first time we're being introduced to Mewtwo, and he's returned. I guess he returns from the beginning of the movie, but anyways, maybe translation error. Uh, More than likely. But one thing I will say about the Pokemon Tower, uh, Ghastly has got to be the coolest Pokemon sprite from Gen 1. That I love that sprite. It is sick. Oh, because he's he's the ball with the face on yeah, it. Yeah, it, very the, creative. The ghost, like the the shadowy effects, whatever you want to call the mist that's around him, it looks so cool. I'll hopefully put a screenshot of it on screen right now. Not as like cool like that, but I also really like Golbats with the giant tongue and the huge mouth. Oh man, I love that sprite. I've always hated. I mean, it's a cool sprite. Yeah. Oh, Zubat. Hate Zubat. I hate all the the bat. Oh man, type, the bat evolution. Got to be the most common encountered Pokemon in the history. Yeah, because you anytime you play a Pokemon game and you got to go in the cave, everybody's mm-hmm. like that first cave you go into always Zubat. sucks. Because you're like Zubat, Zubat. I'm about to get Zubatified. Yeah, Zubatifu. Zubatafu, yeah. I was trying to, man, I was trying to work a Zubumafu yeah. joke in there, and I was like, I don't know that I can do it. But you got it. Uh, one thing that I will say, my first ever shiny, and I think this is how I learned about shinies, Please was... don't say it was a Zubat. In X and Y, I ran into a green Zubat. I'm like, what the heck is this thing? Oh. I think I still have it in my, uh, my Pokemon Bank, which is now Pokemon Home. Oh, Jake. Pokemon Bank is ending, if you didn't know. Get your Pokemon on a Pokemon Bank. Yeah, get them out. Get them out of there. It's gonna actually. I think the servers are going down for 3ds and Wii U, but Pokemon Bank will be staying up because it's Game Freak. I don't know. It's very confusing. well because it's got to stay up for like black and white, right? Yeah, but they don't care, dude. <laughs> they got their money. They're dipping. Uh, but get your Pokemon out of Pokemon Bank just in case, because it's probably soon to follow if it isn't already. I am gonna eat my words in this podcast. Uh oh. I don't even know what that means. I've said... I didn't prepare anything. Multiple times in our short stint of the podcast thus far that Pokemon has trained me to not read NPC dialogue. That it has trained me to ignore all of this text mumbo-jumbo. And I have to admit, in this game, in this generation, you should probably read of what the NPCs have to say. Mm. Not every single one, but you don't know which ones until you've played it 40,000 times like me. You don't know which ones you should talk to and which ones you shouldn't. But they have some good information. Otherwise, you will be lost. Because like back in the day, the first few times I played Fire Red and Leaf Green, I was like, what? This is so confusing. We were going in a nice little circle and we get to the Pokemon Tower and we just have to jut into the middle and then we're like, making a cross going through all these cities and then we're getting back to talk to Mr. Pokemon and then we go back down and around but we could also go back down through the cycling road and come back that way and then we go through the Cinnabar but we have to go through this cave to get Articuno well we don't have to but you might as well since you're there and then you have to go back up to Viridian because you have to skip that one even though it's the first city you get to after Pallet Town and then you go to the left and up 
to the Indigo League. And it's like, what? But now that I know this pattern, this layout, after playing this region so many times, it's nothing. But if you've never played Kanto before, somehow, it's incredibly confusing and you're not going to know your way unless you talk to some people. So mm -hmm. I'm going to eat my words. But for most of the Pokemon games, my point still stands. You don't really have to talk to many NPCs. Well, once you've played your first one, you understand how to walk around and talk yeah. to people. But that's also like for most games. I mean, like, I guess maybe this is me learning, hey, I just need to man up and start reading more conversations in games. Because <laughs> like next week when we talk about Castlevania, whoo, well, they don't tell you anything at all we'll get to that next time but yeah they're just they just have this miserable pile of secrets okay <laughs> mr reference man yeah i don't i don't know what you're talking about no i feel like we've covered uh quite a bit about the very start of the pokemon franchise the biggest entertainment franchise in the world the most profitable rakes in the most money year after year because we just can't stop buying the same game over and over again um i gladly do it though i have not bought a new pokemon game in a while day one both copies give them to me baby wild you're an absolute wild man for that <laughs> but i respect it i've done worse i love these games man i love them i don't care the formula's good you don't really need to change it you made it open world it's fantastic. Just make sure the game runs well. Can we get a new... Can we get one like uh, Arceus again? I like that one. I don't like the the move, the strong move, the weak move thing. I hated that. Pokemon battling was annoying in that game. Yeah, so, so speaking of battling, I will say this. I am not a fan of turn-based combat. Pokemon is literally the only franchise I'm okay yes. with it. And I'm like, yeah, this... Because there is, I mean... I'm going to say this and I'm going to sound stupid because every turn-based game has this in it. But Pokemon does have a lot of depth, but it's easily accessible. Like, I don't feel like there's a big barrier. Yeah. It's it's easy to pick up and learn. Like you said, you know more about the typings and the battling system than I do. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm still able to come in here and be like, hey, wait, that's water. I'm going to hit it with electricity and I can do well. Yeah. You can succeed with your basic knowledge of typings. You don't have to learn the special attack. Special defense, yeah, X accuracy. You don't have you don't have to get involved no. with that because I didn't, and I still had a great time. No. Over the years, I've learned more about special attack and stuff like that. The physical special split doesn't happen until Gen Four, which was a huge improvement to battling. I will say that if you like really sit there and think about typing, if you don't know the type matchups, if you think about it, most of the type matchups make sense in real world properties. I was gonna say that like poison will poison your mind psychic. It's bad against psychic, that's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, not all of them, but for the most part, they have like real world properties that make sense. Like electricity is amplified in water, so it makes sense that electricity, electric type is good against water. Yeah. And water is absorbed by grass and it helps it grow. Mm -hmm. So it's not gonna be very effective against grass. And fire burns grass. Fire burns grass. And water puts out fire. Water puts out fire. It's pretty simple. It really st it started right there. Mm -hmm. 
and then it blossomed into the mess we have today. And then why would electricity be effective against a pile of dirt? It doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, it gets grounded. Yeah. Because you know that once you ground yourself, you're fine. No. <laughs> but a couple of things I want to complain about with the game. Uh, you can miss Pokeball throws. You can just Yeah, straight what the heck you was You can up with throw that? a Pokeball. Oh, you missed. You you have a bad arm, kid. You missed the Pokemon. Did they take that out? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. I when I played through Silver not that long ago, I don't remember missing any Pokeballs, but again. I rarely catch them all. I have never. That was a first for me when that. Yeah, I was like, what? Because I was like, I don't remember uh-huh. this. What is this? I literally had to Google. I'm like, why do I keep missing? Like, what am I doing wrong? They're like, well, you know, you need to put it to sleep or you got to paralyze yeah. it. And I'm like, I ain't doing that. It's health is in the red. I throw the ball. Yeah. I should be fine. But you also like, you can keep throwing them. You might miss a ton, but you will eventually hit it. It's just, it's just another thing, like, instead of it shaking only once and then it breaks free, you straight up miss it, it saves time, whatever, I guess, but it's like, it's just worse. Like, at least make me feel it feels like worse. I'm going to, to actually have a shot at catching this thing, but yeah, it's, oh, that was annoying. Another thing that was really annoying, besides, you know, not being able to run or easily use the bike, the select does not do anything. Uh, it allows you to swap moves around in like the order of the moves and I, yeah it allows you to swap the order of that, things that's it uh what a great use for a button but the boxes not just having no space in your backpack but dude when you fill a box of pokemon you it just like oh sorry bud you can't throw a pokeball because this box is full you We're need not to gonna register. auto-swap it for you no so you have to go back to your pokedex and i'm glad when i was going up to Articuno, that was when I was trying to catch some water type Pokemon in the water before those caves. And I got hit with the, sorry, bud, your box is full. And I'm like, what? I've Bill? never caught enough Pokemon to do this. Bill, what are you doing? And so I had to go back to the PC, to the, the Pokemon Center to get to the PC, the PC and the PC. And then I had to go, and I had to go all the way down to swap boxes. And then I had to choose. Which box? It's like, why can't you just automatically do this for me? I hit okay. And then I go back to where I was going. And I catch all the Pokemon. Oh, and now box two is full. Sorry, we're not auto-swapping it. You got to go back to the PC. It's like, really? You know, I am fascinated, speaking of the PC, how they're able to turn Pokemon into lines of code. Yeah. Is that not wild? Yeah, that that's always like... I didn't know what PC meant when I was originally playing Pokemon. And now that I'm older and know that there's literally just personal computer, I'm like, how does this work? But also, how does Bill turn himself into a Jigglypuff? Well, there's a guy in um, Pallet Town who says, wow, it's amazing. Like, we can now turn Pokemon into, like, points of data. And I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? Hmm. He's like walking, he's some, some fat guy walking around yeah. outside uh, your house. I imagined exactly who it was uh-huh. because there's only like three NPCs in there that's not your mom or uh, Blue's little sister. Yeah. So he's just outside, he's just roaming around and he's like, yeah, we can turn him into points of They're data. They're code now. Which is, does that not seem cruel? Like you're just like, oh man, I'm just gonna like shove well, you into the infinite nothingness of. Well, is it not cruel to shove them into a tiny little pokeball? 
I like to think they have nice housing in there. Yeah. Like an ultra ball is like upscale. The luxury ball. Yeah, the luxury ball. Doesn't exactly. Come for a while, but the still. safari ball is probably the worst one because that's just a net. Yeah. That's just a the a net, net ball. Yeah. <laughs> I like you said at level fifty one they learn like the big powerful move for their type, but mm-hmm. having the legendary birds come with two moves at level fifty, really? So you can and, teach and them one fly. of them is garbage. Why can't we just give give Heck. them four moves? And then, yeah, Peck, and it's like... Drill Peck, Zapdos has off rip. Oh, okay. Which is actually a pretty good move. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go for him, because I'm like, I don't need him. I got Raichu. He's he's but my strongest Pokemon. Why so. does he have Thundershock and not Thunderbolt? Because Thundershock is weak. No, I know. Do they... Is that what he learns, or is that what he's starting with? He starts... I'm, he is the legendary... Yes. Thunderbird. I know. And that's what I'm complaining no, about. No, I know. That's, yeah. I'm, like, okay. that's what I'm trying to say is like, why did they just give, why didn't they just give him Thunderbolt? Because I taught that to Pikachu because, you know, Pikachu know, used man. Thunderbolt. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I Moltres, does, does he have any flame moves? What does he have? Ember? I think he starts with Ember, yeah. I think it's, it's like, it's weak. It's, they're just, they're lame. Does he have Flamethrower? Does he yeah. get that at all? Speaking of Ember, uh, and this is, this is on me. Totally on me, but I didn't have a save or a save state close enough. So I was like, I'm just going to tank through it. Uh, I accidentally swapped Slash with Ember on Charizard. And so I was without fire move for a long time. I I unlocked Slash in like when I was about to take down Erica, the grass gym. And oh, yeah, so she- for the grass type leader, I didn't have a fire type move. Oh, and I'm no. Like, You're Jake. kidding me. But thankfully, uh, Alakazam is psychic and most grass types are poison. So it was not too bad. Mind over matter is probably what that has to do. Like if you yeah. can you can weather the poison. Sorry, just to, oh, I just thought about it. Yeah. Like you can. Maybe. Yeah. Or like you're Princess just- Bride. Or maybe you're just too smart and you built up an immunity you're tolerance. Like, you're like, ah, that's poisonous. I'll stay away from this it. This tastes like almonds. It's arsenic, but it is a thing. If something tastes like bitter and like almonds, it, it is a a note that something might have arsenic in it. I don't know what almonds taste like. I don't think I've ever had an almond. And also, I'm not a big fan of The Princess Bride, but I didn't grow up with the movie. And I feel like that's just another thing like Harry Potter. Don't really care about Harry Potter. Didn't grow up with it. I don't really care about it. You're making a lot of enemies right oh, now. Oh, I know. I know. I've already said that I hate Gen 2. So, uh, But speaking of which, you, you've heard of the term Gen 1-er, right? Maybe. A Gen 1-er is the type of person who grew up with the game in the late 90s and thinks that the game Pokemon peaked there and that it does not get better. Even the Gen 3 remakes are worse. Uh, not, there's nothing that has been better. There's nothing more peak than Gen 1. And they Weird. are crazy. And that is a large group of people. They're called Gen 1ers. And Gen 1ers are on copium. That's Yeah, you're what huffing large amounts of copium. I mean, you like what you like. Yeah, but like you cannot sit there and tell me that the game should not have dark type. Steel type, kind of useless IMO, but until fairy type, fairy type it, it makes, I don't think dragon type was that 
OP because uh, you have ice type. Ice types are pretty weak, but fairy type to me was a good addition because it gave steel type a purpose. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think steel type was very useful. So until then, but they're weak to thunder, correct? Steel type? No. Are they strong against it? I think it's just all neutral. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. Okay. Uh, See, this is why I don't engage with this system. Like, yeah, at a deeper level, because I find things that don't make sense and it makes me upset. One thing that I would request of Pokemon is I would love for them to bring back rivals that are actually challenging. Like, yeah. just give me a challenging rival, please. Like, is it that hard? They're, they're always easy. The only good rivals since, uh, like, Gen 2, Gen 3, uh, were the X and Y gang of rivals, uh, mainly just because I could tell them to give me a nickname, and I always named myself Juicy J. So... Katy Perry, yeah. QCJ. Because that's when the song came out. About, yeah. At least when I played it, that was a new song. Is Pokemon X and Y the one where they don't choose the Pokemon that's better than yours? Yeah, that's the first one where they do that. But the, the main rival doesn't pick the one that's good against you, but they all, because there's like four or five of them in the group. So they all have the other remaining uh, Pokemon, starter Pokemon. Got it. So. You will, no matter what, fight that type. But they're all weak. They're all bad. It's not. It's an easy fight. You don't like Greninja? Oh, I love. No, I'm saying the trainers are bad. Oh. I I like. Uh, I can't think of the grass one, but I like the grass one. Greninja's cool. Ash Greninja, the coolest Pokemon like ever. Uh huh. I love that. I cannot believe that they actually brought that from the anime, but. That was another reason why I love Sun and Moon so much, because playing with Ash Greninja was insane. That was so cool. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm not familiar with Ash Greninja. Oh, in the anime? Oh, yeah, this one. They've, they Greninja. merged together because of their friendship, and that is the only time that has ever happened with Pokemon, because it was ridiculously overpowered. And in Sun and Moon... It was just a man. If you played the demo in Sun and Moon, you could go to, I think it was your mailbox, and there would be an Ash Greninja in your mailbox. Like, frame one, you get Ash Greninja. It was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, so you just Ash is just palling around with you in the body of this frog? Yeah, essentially. I mean, like, he just has the spirit of Ash kind of thing, but he's just way more powerful, and he's got a special move. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so it's basically a legendary off rip. I love it. No, I think we've talked about quite a bit of uh, of good stuff. I mean, we both enjoyed it. Obviously, it's Pokemon. Solid game. Solid game. Yeah. Um, even in a in a twelve hour bender where you're just playing the game straight, <laughs> yeah. it's still after coming back from it or after like thinking about it when you're not exhausted and you're just you just want to be done. It's a uh, it's it's a great game. Pokemon's always fun. Yeah. Um, I want the series to evolve and and get better um, and you know kind of re- reclaim some of its lost glory. We should uh we should maybe oh, I guess I have two copies of the game. Uh, we should play Scarlet and Violet soon because I I think 
I would like to know what your opinion is on the modern games if you can get past the uh the bad performance. I was like it was not a problem for me. But also I want you to experience the jank. Yeah, really. I'm not I, mm, I've witnessed it. No, I want I you to experience. I don't see this the thing is That's I'm like part it's of the bad. Ride. But it's bad. I don't want to do that. Ah! Anyway, I played N64 Ocarina of Time. Anyways. No, you played the Skywalker Saga. But I, I was there the with Skywalker you. Saga. Uh, but I told you not to, but you said I'm going to do it. But I asked the audience, which I just ended up pulling my channel so we can get a bit more votes because I thought of it last second. Uh, six hours have passed in this poll, and I asked all of you, which Gen 1 Pokemon game do you prefer? And I got some comments saying that they would pick yellow. That was not the point. We didn't play yellow. We played red and blue. He played red. I played blue, if you couldn't tell by now. Uh, but 63% of 549 votes said they preferred Pokemon Red. I'm a Pokemon Blue guy. Even though I think I prefer Charizard more, I, I really like Blastoise. I don't know. I've always picked him. I've always liked him. Mainly because in Fire Red and Leaf Green, Bite is dark type, so I actually have something that's super effective against uh, Sabrina. <laughs> so I think that's Can he use why bite? I liked him. Yep. Oh. Blastoise. Yep, he's a biter. He is a snapping turtle. So true, makes sense. See, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. People prefer Pokemon Red in the slight majority. It's because they know Charizard is goaded. Yeah, I guess it's not slight majority. It's two thirds of people. And we all saw it. Pokemon the movie two when Ash's Charizard came back, and they uh, what not wasn't Arcanine Entei. Entei. They fought like Entei, who was that little girl's dad. Entei is one of my favorite Pokemon. Entei is really cool. He's super. He's cool. really cool. Yeah, um, but he lo he lost to a twelve year old boy in Charizard. Ten. So how cool? Ten. I was giving Entei some credit. <laughs> he's he's always ten. He's he, has he been ten he, forever? He's had birthdays. He's still ten. I love it. They killed him off. He's ten. He actually he died. No, I don't think he killed him off. I just like to say it. Oh my god, you scared me for a second. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> well, they no. retired the character. So. Well, obviously, because how many times can you replace the voice actor? You run out of women who sound like boys. Once they replaced Mario. Okay, if you can replace Mario, you can replace Ash. But should we? At what cost? They okay. I don't like that they remade his character, like his uh, his look, the Lolan uh, anime look that they used from then on, I did not like oh, that. Oh, with like the white bar, like the minimalist Pokemon symbol on the hat and stuff like that? No, just like his face. They changed his face to make him look even younger. Yeah, oh yeah. I need to get Ash Ketchum's hat. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have one. I know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I have all the games except for Black and White and White 2. Those are the only mainline games that I do not own. And... I don't like Gen 5. Gen 5 is worse than Gen 2. I'm, anyway, I'm pissing everybody so off So before today. Jake uh, makes more enemies, I think that's a good place to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, that's a good place to end things. Uh, Go play Pokemon for yourself. We There's yeah. a lot of stuff we didn't talk about. There, There's definitely some jank to this game. It's still playable, but honestly, I don't think there's a reason to really go back other than you should experience it. I think it's a cool experience. Maybe you'll be a Gen 1-er. Yeah, like 
I don't know if there's really a reason to go back and play the original Metroid over Zero Mission, but I think if you've never played Pokemon Red or Blue, you should play it. If Only, not, at least play Pokemon Yellow. Well, and just it it it's nice to see sometimes how far we've come. Yeah. And you can only do that with a solid look into the backlog. Yeah. Emulate it. Yeah. Do that. Do what I did. Fast forward. Yeah. Um, it's the same game. Unless you like, if you want to take 60 hours on the game, there's no need to emulate it. If you have a commute, you, you know, you ride a train. Y- yeah. If, if you're not driving. <laughs> hey, man, we got to get crazy sometimes. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's not safe. Uh, yeah. It would. What do we say to end it? Let's smell you later. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's attack content.